Hey, so before you go, I want to let you know that on Thursday, March 21st at 7 p.m. Eastern, I'm hosting an open house for anyone interested in learning more about exactly how we help our clients sell five-figure web design projects and create consistent revenue. You can register for the open house at webdesigneracademy.com forward slash open house. It's going to be super low key and I'll be breaking down what's really in the way of you selling five-figure web design projects, creating consistent revenue, or just reaching that next level of your web design business. I'll talk about how to know if your web design business is ready for a hands-on business coaching program like the Web Designer Academy or our Next Level Mastermind. I'll walk you through both of our Web Designer Academy and Next Level programs, who they're for, and explain exactly what you'll do during our time working together. I'll share the financial investment, the time investment, and what's included when you work with us. I'll tell you how to apply and give you all of the important dates around the application and our current open enrollment period and all of the bonuses around that. And then we'll have a plenty of time for my favorite part, Q&A. So just go to webdesigneracademy.com forward slash open house to save your spot today. There will be a replay sent out to anyone who registers if you can't make it live. So that's webdesigneracademy.com forward slash open house. And I'll see you there. Bye. Welcome to the Profitable Web Designer Podcast, where we're all about helping extraordinary web designers like you to stop undercharging, over-delivering, and overworking, and finally create the profitable, sustainable, and scalable web design business you've been dreaming of. I'm your host, Shannon Mattern, founder of the Web Designer Academy, where we teach the business side of running a web design business. So if you want to make a consistent full-time income as a web designer, but you're struggling with things like pricing and boundaries and mindset and marketing and you're just tired of going it alone, well, my friend, you're in the right place. Megan, welcome to the Profitable Web Designer Podcast. I am so thrilled to have you here. Can you just introduce yourself briefly and let our listeners know a little bit about you and your web design business. Yeah. Thank you so much, Shannon, for having me. My name is Megan Harrington, and I'm the owner of Zestful Media and Design. I'm a brand and web strategist for typically female service providers. And then I also offer courses where they can kind of learn to DIY some of those things themselves, my community. So yeah. Amazing. So Megan is a graduate by the time that you guys listen to this of the Web Designer Academy. So I would love to kind of take you back in your time machine to about this time last year. What was your business like before finding the Web Designer Academy? I mean, it was just floundering, probably a good word to say. Like I had a client or two maybe every month, but I was not charging nearly enough for it to be sustainable. And I was constantly in the stress feeling of like, well, I have to say yes to everything because I don't know when the next client's going to come. And at the end of last year, I kind of got this initial momentum of like being booked out a little bit into, I guess, this year in 2022. And that was like the first sense of like, okay, maybe I could do this, but I didn't have any of the tools to figure out how to keep it going or like charge sustainably and that kind of stuff. So that's where I was. And then I just happened to come across your training that you were offering 
probably I think maybe through a Facebook ad or something. Yeah. And I was totally down for it when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> yes, this is what I need to learn. <laughs> Tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to even like take you back a little bit farther back than that. I mean, I think that, that your story is just so relatable. I was there like when I was just getting started, but like, how did you come to web design in the first place? What led you to the point of like going out on your own to do this thing? Well, I don't have any type of degree in it. My college degree is actually in exercise science. And um, I quickly realized I didn't want to go to like physical therapy school or go on to grad school. And so I kind of bounced around for a few years after college and then um, landed in like the apartment leasing industry where I was helping sell out a brand new apartment community. And I really loved one, dealing with people, but I also really loved like the marketing aspect of it and making social media content and designing and all the kind of things. And I didn't even realize that like graphic design was like a career path I could potentially have. And so I did that for about a year or so and I got my real estate license so I could do it on a larger scale. And I sold new homes and it was the same thing. I spent more time probably making designs for marketing and helping my coworkers with the marketing of their properties than I was like perfecting my sales pitch, which isn't great when you're in a sales job. (laughs) So it was kind of right around that time that I also met my husband, Brian, who's in the US Navy. And it was very apparent, like I was living in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's a landlocked city. The Navy is not going to be coming to Charlotte anytime soon. So I needed to go move to be with him if we were going to actually make it work. And it looked like he was going to be moving a lot in the first couple of years of our marriage or dating. And so it just, it wasn't feasible to me keep moving my real estate license. So I ended up becoming a marketing assistant for a realtor in the area that we moved to in Virginia. And she pretty much just hired me because I wasn't going to get her fired or in trouble with the, <laughs> with her real estate board because I knew like the things that she couldn't, could not post about since I had a real estate license. So she let me just kind of take over social media. I convinced her, let me redo her website. And that was just kind of my entry into it all. And then it quickly got noticed by all of the people in her office that everything was looking really consistent and she was thriving. And so I started building up just a social media management clientele for the most part. And every once in a while, I was doing a website or branding. And then eventually I phased out social media management because that got really tiresome, constantly posting about like, this home is under contract, <laughs> this home is sold, <laughs> this home is for sale, on repeat all of this, all the time. So yeah. So you found yourself with, <laughs> from there with like some clients and some web design clients and then like stumbled across my Facebook ad and everything I was saying was like, oh my gosh, that's me. <laughs> Yeah. So it was like starting to pick up and then the pandemic hit. And when the pandemic hit, I was also three months pregnant and we found out we would be moving like a year earlier than we imagined. So I kind of took off the rest of 2020, kind of like from the summer on to like have the baby, pack up our house, move across the country. And it was right around that time that we moved here that, or no, it would have been like one year the next year, I was like, I'm no longer going to do social media management. And I'm just going to try to figure out how to grow a branding and web design business. And the beginning of the year, I did a lot of like pro bono work or working with nonprofits. And so they would like get my word out, but I wasn't making any money. And then slowly things started happening. And I ended up collaborating with an influencer in the Columbus, Ohio area. She said, Hey, I need someone to redo my blog. And I was like, sure, I'll do it. Never done a blog before, but I did it. And she 
thankfully just shouted me out. And it was right around the time that I was like running Black Friday deals for 2022. And she kind of helped me get booked out with just the promotion she did for me. And it was the exact same time that I saw your stuff. And that just kind of all kind of came together and did a great explosion for this year, which was amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. When I mean, you shared with me like what you created, were like were able to create this year from all the seeds you had planted and all the relationships that you built and just really like taking action. I was just like, wait, what? You need to come on the podcast and we need to talk <laughs> about this. <laughs> yeah. It was a wild, wild ride. So I'm super thankful for sure. Yeah. So we crossed paths and you attended our training where we kind of like shared more about what we do and mm-hmm. some of the the places that a lot of us find, like you are every web designer I've ever talked to. You are me. Like we all kind of start out undercharging, over delivering, no boundaries, like all of those things. What ultimately made you decide to work with us inside the Web Designer Academy? Well, I thought there was such a huge benefit in having some like being mentored by someone who had been in my shoes, just like you had said. It's like she had figured it out. She has a plan. She knows how to deal with clients. She knows how to handle all the different scenarios because she's been there and she's done that. And so when I initially saw the training, I was like told my husband, like, if it's X amount, like I'm signing up and I'm not even gonna ask you about it. And then it was definitely <laughs> more expensive than that X amount. But I was still like, I think this is what I need because I don't have any of these answers, you know, like everyone believes that my talent is so great, but like if you don't know how to run a business, like you don't know how to run a business, you know? And so as soon as I signed up, I just dove headfirst into all the content. And I was like, this is what I just needed clarity on is to figure out all of these things. So I love that conversation that you had with your husband because I do the same thing where I'm just like, I want to like hire this mentor and it's going to cost this much. And he's just like, why do you even talk to me about it anymore? He's like, just go do it. Because every time you do it, you go all in, you get what you came for. And he's like, I don't even want to hear about it because like the number scares me, but I know you'll be fine. So just go do it. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty much kind of what happened. He was like, okay, like I trust you. And now it's anytime I say like, hey, I want to do this in my business. He was like, you're making enough money that you can cover it. Like you're not taking from our personal anymore. Like he's like, go for it. Like that's what I had done in what 2020 was or no 2021. I had just saved every little penny that I had. And then when the opportunity came, I was like, I mean, I can pay for this out of my business account. Let's just do it. And it was the best decision I made because you answered a lot of problems that I was having. So I'm so thankful. <laughs> you are one of those students where you remind me of myself in a lot of ways too, because like I just dig in and I'm like all in. But I remember just thinking, like, is she cool? Like, she's pretty quiet. Like, she's like, you just like dug in, <laughs> put your head down, like, got to work, implemented. And we chit chat every so often. And you're like, I'm killing it. And I'm just like, that's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. It got to the point, it was just like, I feel bad that I haven't like got to come to a lot of calls and stuff because <laughs> I just got so busy and I'm like, but I don't really have any questions. Like I, I just keep yeah. going with it. And so I was like, you know what, if something comes up, I know she's there, but I needed the content. That's what I truly needed yeah. was just to be like, okay, here's the framework of one, how to price yourself, how to run your programs or how to run your offers and your client 
offerings. I was like, I just needed that framework and then I could just implement it. I'm very coachable, very teachable. And it's like, okay, I have a plan. Now let's just go do it. And it worked. So, (laughs) yeah. So what were some of your like biggest aha moments in terms of coming in and starting to look at the content? Like, do you remember any like shifts where you're like, oh, okay, that's how I was doing it before. And that's why it wasn't working. And, you know, do you remember like any, anything where you're like, ah, this finally is clicking. I think two things that really helped was the first, just like the payment structure of like deposit when they start. And that has truly shifted because now I can like plan three months in advance and look what my income is going to be and look to see when I can actually have a client because I was letting client projects just go on way too long I wasn't having like concrete boundaries of like dates and stuff. And I also was never tying like, here are the specific dates you're going to pay me. And a lot of times in this past year, if a client project did go a little too long, but like we were making progress, like they didn't even care if they paid their final payment prior to the end, you know, versus in the past, I was waiting until like every single little button thing was done. And then I would say, okay, here's your final invoice. So that was really helpful. And then also just having the different package structure, the Patrick, the Patrick nature, that has been super helpful. And I keep booking the highest package. So it's like, okay, that package can just keep raising, you know, like that can just keep going up in price. And I never would have had that confidence in thought of like, Oh, give them three offers and let them choose what's best for them. And how you teach us to structure the offers is just genius. And be like, sure, I'll do the stuff I don't want to do if you're going to pay me a lot of money for it. Like, absolutely. <laughs> and so it, <laughs> it has definitely been a game changer for sure. I love it. Yeah. It's for the podcast listeners who are like, what's Patrick? Like, we call it the irresistible <laughs> package matrix, but I always like mess it up and I called it the irresistible Patrick matrix. And now it's like a whole thing. There's a mascot. Like it's, yeah. So it's, it's yeah. a whole, <laughs> we just call it a Patrick now. And now it's even been shortened to like Patrick's. So <laughs> like yeah. the combo of package matrix. So yeah, that strategy is like a total game changer in terms of just like being able to just test out crazy premium pricing mm-hmm. without fear of losing the sale or whatever. So Tell me about your pricing mindset shift in terms of like before the Web Designer Academy and after. How do you feel about like what that journey was like for you? I think a lot of my issues when it came to like not feeling like I could charge enough. So I didn't, I wasn't exposed to a whole lot of other like web designers or branding designers. And so I didn't really know like a great industry average, if that makes sense. And so I was just kind of winging it. But I knew in the back of my mind, people can go get a template on Etsy for like 200 bucks, or they can go like get a template for a logo for like 10 bucks on Etsy. And so like, I always felt like, how can I charge this when there's so many cheaper options out there? And then I slowly started to realize like, I'm getting referred to people by previous clients because they had such good experiences. And so if they're vouching for their friends, like that's honestly a lot of half the battle in it itself. So like, they're gonna be like, my friend paid this, and they saw great results, I will pay it too, you know. And so eventually just became like, I need to charge what I know that I'm bringing to their company and their business. And 
it's just been so helpful to finally like feel confident in it. And then it was also really helpful to be surrounded by other people inside the community being like, oh, I'm charging this X amount. I'm charging this amount. And, and so like I could at least see like, okay, yeah, I'm delivering all those same things at the end of the day, even though we don't talk about delivering deliverables. But if they're charging it and people are paying it, like there are people out there that will pay it. And so just kind of also being in the community and seeing what other people are doing in their business was super helpful as well. Yeah, I think that there is this like, you bring up such a good point. And I was talking about this recently on a talk that I gave about like the state of the web design industry. And it is absolutely true that anybody could go buy a template or buy a logo or do all of these things. And we cannot as web designers, like we can't compare ourselves to DIY services. It's for a completely different clientele. It's for like people who would DIY are not our ideal clients. We're not trying to convince them to to choose us over DIYing. DIYers are going to DIY. They're just never going to (laughs) hire a web designer and someone that, you know, (laughs) like your ideal client is just not even trying to DIY. And so it's kind of making that separation in the beginning and then really like realizing that true value, which I love that you were able to just kind of you had went from no frame of reference to like a really positive frame of reference of like oh i and then you just start to see the value which is amazing it's so awesome to see that transformation and to hear about that transformation what do you think was the biggest aside from pricing are there any other like a big beliefs that you had to shift or mindsets that you had to overcome to create the success that you've created in 2022? Yeah. I mean, I think a big thing was I was super reactionary in my business probably beforehand, just like waiting for something to just fall on my lap magically. And like, you know, every once in a while, your friend will know somebody and that they will fall on your lap. And I think I was letting myself be like, oh, you know, I've never gone a true lull without a client. I haven't been charging super high because I'm just like, yes, someone's coming my way. I'm going to give them whatever they want. So this year, I definitely made a mindset shift up to like really go and start building an audience for myself. And so I created my Bosses Building Brand Facebook community that has like 4,000 members in it and just trying to truly get my name out in different ways and be more proactive of like pushing people down the way to work with me, even if it is just for a low ticket thing. I mean, that's better than $0 at the end of the day. And some of those low tickets have easily transpired into higher paying clients. So this year was really that goal of like, I'm going to start pushing people through my funnel one way or another, so that we can connect and they can work with me in different capacities. So that was a huge thing. Yeah. So you grew a Facebook group to 4,000 people this year? It started in the spring of 2021. Okay. So, so between like 18 months. And now we're at about 18 months. I'm at 4,300 members in my group. Tell me about how you are marketing this side of your business. Yeah. The first thing is I... Way back at the beginning of my Facebook group, I did invest in a program called the Facebook Group Growth Academy. And so I use their tactics to help grow the Facebook group. But ultimately, it's just making that my Facebook group is literally like the place that I do everything. When I host free masterclasses, do trainings, like 
everything points to the Facebook group and the Facebook group points to everything else. So when they enter the Facebook group, they're getting offered a freebie to join my email list. Not only like when they register in the group, but also when they get their welcome posts, I'm saying, here's another like chance to snag that freebie, you know? But in, if they were to stumble upon my website and get a freebie, then they're pointed back to the Facebook group as like the next place to go, you know? And so it's kind of like weaving this web has really grown that little community. And I just love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what I'm hearing is you invest in the tools that you need to solve the business problems that you need to solve. Mm-hmm. You take action on them fully and follow through completely on them. And you're delivering tons of value to your potential clients. And it sounds like also just consistently like letting them know how you can help them over and over until they're ready and not just like making, you know, not just like waiting for them to come and ask you, you're letting them know, hey, here are all these different ways that I can help you in these different capacities. And some of it is, you know, becomes one-on-one client work. Some of it is selling your courses and trainings. And yeah, you're just like being massively proactive and planting a ton of seeds. Pretty much. I started doing course launching back in like April. And then I had my like larger, like it's called Understand Your Brand. And it's a four-week course of really just like learning everything that goes into branding and how to decide it for yourself. And then I turned right around and I did just like a free Canva masterclass about a month later. And I have a very low ticket Canva course that I also have. And I sold like a thousand dollars in an hour on that masterclass of this $59 Canva bundle. And I was like, okay, this is great. And that bundle came with just like one exclusive paid workshop with me. And from the 19 people who bought that bundle, five people have gone on to purchase things over $2,000 with me. And they were cold leads going into that free Canva training. So within about a 60 day period, it went from zero to $10,000 plus in sales because I had that community and that free masterclass. And then they had several touch points to move them on to the next phase. So it's been super helpful to like, when people are buyers, like they'll buy, like they'll raise their hand and they'll purchase something low ticket with you. And if they see that transformation at the lower level, they're totally willing to whip the credit card out again to pay for something at a higher, more premium level. And so that's what's been super helpful is like, I have this really great community and not everyone's going to be an ideal client. And I'm well aware of that. But at least I can start noticing people who I would never have come across in in any other circumstance in my life, kind of raise their hand and be like, yes, I want to learn more about this. Or yes, I want to develop my business in this way. And so it's been super helpful. That is like, you're building trust with people who may not ever be your buyer, but who are going to tell other people about you who may become your buyer. So, I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that I always truly believed. I'm like, when I have an audience, every single person in that audience is valuable. Even if they never give me a dime, if they are telling other people about me, they're sending me warm leads. So it's just as important to like, deliver value to people who are never going to become your customer, even if they're connected to your customer, (laughs) you know, they get treated just as well as the people who are, are going to become your customer. And I love how you've just developed this, like, 
it's the best analogy I have is like this garden that you're just like tending to and growing and, you know, harvesting and continuing to just pour into to lead people to being ready to work with you on that deeper level. Ah, that's awesome. Thank you. It's definitely been what's worked for me because I never wanted to be someone that had to go search in the DMs for people and like start those really awkward conversations. I just don't like doing it. It's not how I wanted to run my business. And so like, I'll be in other Facebook groups and being like commenting back to people like, Hey, I have this Facebook group that we cover our branding websites, lead generation, whatever. And that's way more like, here's just a quick little notification you're going to get to see if you want to join this and then they can join or not. And I just like, let it go. And if they come and join, like, great, they're my people, they want to learn about these things, they want to help grow their business. And I'm happy to help them any way that I get. And I just see every member as like a win, every email opt-in as a win versus being like, oh, well, I have 4,000 people and I haven't made 4,000 sales. Like, I don't care about that. Not everyone's going to convert to sales, but like they're wanting to learn more. And it just shows me like every single person, you don't know who they know. You don't know when like in two years from now, they are going to build that successful business where they want my help. So I just see every little human and every little opt-in as a win. And I just take that as my win, you know? I love that you said that because I was thinking we just wrapped up enrollment for the Web Designer Academy for this last round of December 2022 for our January enrollments. And I was looking at all of the students that enroll and I ask every person, like, how did you find out about us? And everybody's different and everybody is like some relationship that I built or action that I took or test that I did if I expected every single one of those things to like just be the slam dunk that like everybody just always came from that thing, that's not how it works. It was like a summit I did three years ago or a training I did for someone's group that I was like, that was forever ago. And they just came into my world. And three years later, now they're ready to work with me. I love how you said, I just look at every it's almost like I look at every new relationship as a win. Even if you don't know that person in real life or know them deeply, every new relationship is a win. And when you continue to like build on that and deliver value and all of those things, then it just pays dividends. And you know, whether you're marketing like online or you're marketing in like a traditional just relationship deliver value, like networking type of way. It all matters and not everybody's ready when we're ready, but we get to continue to nurture them and whatever comes out of it comes out of it. So that's amazing. What was your revenue like before joining us and what were you able to create in 2022? Yeah. So last year I made literally (laughs) $16,000. That was how much I made for the entire year. We didn't owe anything on taxes because my, as my bookkeeper said, like, <laughs> you don't make anything, like, you don't make enough to have to pay taxes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. And then the first quarter of this year, I was able to make more than that. So that was like phenomenal. And then I was like, I got, just got to keep this going and figuring it out. And so my goal for 2022 was to be 60,000, 5K a month. Like, that would be amazing, like, way better than I did previously. And I'm actually going to end the year at like over 85,000. So it was crazy. (laughs) It is truly like just mind blowing. (laughs) 
And so it's been, there's obviously been high points and low points. And like, I wasn't ready to scale that fast, I guess you could say. I wasn't expecting it. And so like, yeah, there's been times where like my my marriage has suffered. And there's been times where I felt like I want to be more present with my son. But like, I'm now starting to like get my flow more and can start predicting my income better that I can like figure out how I can manage my time better. And it just, ultimately, I know that this year was all about trying to rebuild. And so next year, I just can't wait for it. It's going to be great. So what are your goals for next year? Oh, gosh. (laughs) So I would love to get the Facebook group to 10,000 members. So that's like one goal. Financial, though, I would definitely want to be 10K months minimum for the entire year because I had my first one in August of this year and haven't quite got there again. I've been at like 9,500 every like several other months, which has been frustrating, but I will get there (laughs) because now like I can see it's like, okay, I'm going to make this much from my course launches. I'm going to make this much from my like one retainer client. And then I have this much of like client work that I either have to do that month or take deposits for. And being able to like look at that and different chunks of income has been super helpful because then I can figure out how to fill those buckets individually versus just waiting for at the next client, you know? Mm-hmm. So at least 10K months, I want to grow the Facebook group to 10,000 members and then also start figuring out some better time management skills. <laughs> uh, I love it. Doing that. So yeah. Amazing. You can totally do it. And if I think back to like when I had my first $10,000 month, it was a few months before I had it again. It was like 10,000 mm-hmm. then it like dipped back down. And I was like, I told myself, I'm like, if I can do this, I said once, I don't think it's a fluke, but I still had some mindset stuff about like it being a fluke. I'm like, if when I can do this twice, I know that like I can do this. And, you know, and then it, it took a bit, a minute to get it like happening consistently. But I was like, once I did that twice, I was like, oh yeah, it's on. Like it's possible. Like I created this. I know I can yeah. do this. And yeah, it's like, it doesn't ever go perfectly. And you always end up like, when you fix one thing, you break another, right? It's like you fixed your pricing and you figured out how to market and you figured out how to like get clients. And then you like break your schedule (laughs) because then you have to figure out like your schedule. And then, you know, you're constantly, as you're growing and evolving, it's like, then you'll like break your delivery. So it's always like, there's always the next thing. And then when you get it kind of humming as a well-oiled machine, well, then you're like, well, now I want to do $15,000 a month. And then you go break it all again. (laughs) So it's just, it's it's part of the growth. And it's just so cool to see what you were able to create like by coming into our program and just diving in and taking action on everything you learned and implementing and just, I don't know. It's so cool to hear hear stories like this where you're just like, I blew my own mind with what I was able to create. And it's like, only up from here. <laughs> yeah, that's truly how I feel. It's like I've blown my mind for sure. And I'm so glad that I invested in the program because it was what I needed. I needed some guidance and has just definitely helped me get to that next level. So now it's just maintaining and refining and making everything go more smoothly, you know? (laughs) 
Amazing. Well, where can our listeners connect with you and stalk you a little bit and like see what you're doing and all of the things? Yeah. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Zestful Media Design. And then same thing for my website. So they can find me there. But then my Facebook community is Bosses Building Brands. It's a pink background currently, but it changes a lot based on the masterclass that I'm running. So Bosses Building Brands is like the first half. And then there's a bunch of like branding tips, DIY, Canva, like extra words for searchability. If you guys need to maximize your Facebook group name, there's a little tip for you. (laughs) (laughs) But Bosses Building Brands is the main one. And if you come to any of my other pages, you'll see the link for it. It's linked everywhere. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. And thank you so much for creating the Web Designer Academy. I would not be where I am today without you. So I truly appreciate it. It is my pleasure and my life's work. And yeah, I'm super grateful to have you. So thanks. That's it for this week's episode. And we've linked up all of the resources we talked about today in the show notes. So you can go to webdesigneracademy.com forward slash podcast to get your hands on those. And we'll be back next week with another episode designed to help you uplevel the business side of your web design business. So be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. And if you liked today's episode, we would be so grateful if you would share it with all your web designer friends. And if you're feeling extra generous, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review so we can get in front of even more web designers and help them transform their businesses and their lives. So simply scroll up on this episode in your podcast player and tap that leave a review link or go to webdesigneracademy.com forward slash review and it'll take you to the right spot. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you right here next week. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.